Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bidderbo. This is Julie Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India RE. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. Angelique, Lonnie Love, and Yo-Yo. On the line, we know and love him from a thousand different TV shows. We've got yeah. Mr. David Mann on the line. Um, who We've never had you without your wife. So welcome, David right. Mann, F.A. Mocha. Forgive me all to yourself this time. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to talk to you because, you know, we're so used to seeing you the funny guy in the Tyler Perry shows and movies and on the road, a comedian. And, you know, we heard that you were having some struggles with depression. And I I guess it's just so surprising because, you know, we think of you as the fun, happy guy. So uh, you've been struggling a little. Yeah. And and that's, I'm supposed to be the one that, that, you know, has everybody laughing and rolling and all of that. But then I found myself just, it just over a period of time, it's just like, I can't shake this. There's something going on. And I was just embarrassed to tell anybody because of the stigma of like, you know, you know how brothers we've been taught, don't tell everybody your business. I ain't going up there telling nobody my business. So I just didn't want to. And so I decided I needed to share it with someone because I, I was just like, how many people can I actually help by sharing my story with them? And I, I found myself, I think my depression came because, you know, really I said my heart is so big. During this depression, I just seen so much going on. You've seen people dying. You've seen people hurt and sick. And it just weighed on me heavily. And I just couldn't shake it. Depression is such a creeper. How did you know that you were in depression? I just, you know, I have a routine. I'm a, I'm a what you call a creature of habit. And when I seen like my normal habits of get up, go to work, let's do what I would normally do. It got to the point to where I would, was sitting in my office and just the only time that I felt relief was just sleep. I would mm. just literally go to my office and go to sleep. That's not normal. Something is going on. And I just, I just at night, I couldn't sleep. I just, but I didn't want to share it with anyone because of the stigma. You know, mental health is something that we in the black community have got to start addressing head on and facing head on because, you know, for some reason we've been led to believe that therapy is not good. Well, you know, I, I had to realize myself, like, Hey, look, you need to get some help. And the first person that I told was my wife. And of course she was devastated that I would go through that all alone. But Mm -hmm. I, you know, once I realized it and I was like, you know what? I really need to go to therapy. I really need help. Mm-hmm. I need someone that can help guide me through this. And there is nothing wrong with it. But we've we put this stigma on mm-hmm. on counseling like you're crazy. I wasn't crazy. If you have a heart attack, you go to the heart doctor. If you yeah. have something going on with your body, you find the proper help 
for what you need. But for some reason, we've been led to believe that your mental health is not something you need to address. David, can I ask, because you are um, a man of faith, was there an option to go to a pastor or a minister? Yeah, you know, and I did, I, you know, so often to go to the altar and say, thank you, Jesus, 15,000 times, and it'll be okay. But I did. I prayed and I got up with some of the same situations that, you know, that led me to depression. And so there is nothing wrong with faith and therapy. There is nothing wrong with, you know, you pray, but there's also some things that you have to address. We have faith, but if I have a heart attack, I don't just, um, let me go talk to the pastor. No, I'm going to go find somebody that, you know, that in that profession to help me get through that. And that's what I needed to do. My counselor was someone that I didn't know. I didn't even know how to sit down and talk to him. This is how bad it was. It was just like, mm-hmm. what do I say? And I just mm-hmm. said, okay, just tell him what's on your heart. Tell him what you, you know, what you're going through and how you're feeling. So, you know, it was weird for me and it was, it was awkward. But once I really just opened up and just say, listen, this is what I'm dealing with. This is how I'm feeling. I, I walked out of there feeling better. Now I had to go a couple more times before I, it really broke off of me though. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about finding a counselor because, you know, as Black people, we have different things going on with us. I mean, I remember looking for a therapist. I'm like, look, I don't want no 23-year-old white boy trying to tell me about a grown Black woman problem. (laughs) I don't want no 25-year-old. You know, I want somebody that understands me and I walk in the room and they immediately understand half of me without me opening my mouth. You know, and that ain't no 23-year-old white boy. So how did you go about, no no offense to them, uh, how did you go about sort of finding... (laughs) (laughs) the person that fit you, because that seems like it could be a difficult process. It it can, especially, you know, being a quote unquote celebrity, you know, who can I trust? Who can I, you know, am I going to be able to trust this person? But you, like you said, you need to have somebody that can, that be kind of tailor-made to you. Like for me, it would be different. You know, in our community, it's it's always been like, I ain't finna go in there and tell them white folk my business. So that was a stigma too. Like, you know, I found a brother, but how I found mine was through some of my friends that I know that were going to therapy that I could trust. And then when I went in, I simply said the first time it was a vetting process. I was like, let me see if you're going to be able to help me anyway. Cause you may be, you know, you may have a little couple issues yourself. And I come out and want to cut both of our wrists. I don't know. So okay. I was like, <laughs> not so, funny. I'm laughing. Right. Not funny. It's not funny, but that's the truth. I wanted to sit and see if it was somebody that I was compatible enough or felt comfortable enough or to open my heart enough to say, here, help me heal. And, so and- the idea is even if maybe the first person isn't the right fit for you, then you kind of go and try to find somebody else if necessary, if they, if it doesn't quite feel yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. You may sit down with them and discover, okay, you're probably not the person that's going, you know, be able to help me. So you, you know, you have to just kind of look. Now my, my deal was the gentleman that I chose to sit down and speak with. Oh man, he was, he was great. He was excellent for me. He was everything I needed. And I just found myself like, oh, my, I was up already. (laughs) I I love sitting and having a conversation with him. So you just have to kind of sit and you have to find someone 
that's going to be suited for what you need. Like you said, I don't think it was going to be a, you know, a 20 year old kid that could tell me anything about life and that I could share life's experiences with. For me, it was a, you know, 60 something year old man, black man that I could share life's experiences with that he would know this is what a brother's going through. It's Cafe Mocha on the line, David Mann, uh, talking about his struggles with depression, something that, you know, we in the black community tend to try to act like it's not there. And, you know, David, thank you so much for being so transparent with us. Yeah. Um, This depression, can you explain how it was affecting you in your relationship with your family? My family could see that something was going on. Like, I'm very talkative. I love to have conversation. I love to engage in, in conversation. I love to laugh and have fun. I just found myself just kind of just being a recluse. And I gave the answer that most people give. Fine. Okay. I'll get through it. And I would say, speaking for me as a black man, we give, we definitely give the answer of, no, I can get through this. I can fight through it. I can do it. I gave, whenever you start saying, I, 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 that's when the problem starts to get worse. We need somebody to help walk us through this. Yes, my faith, my prayer and all of that, but I needed a counselor, someone that I could just like sit down and say, listen, help me sift through all of this stuff. And you know what, David, once you got there, I mean, because I know we say in our community, it's like a taboo to don't tell people your business or whatever, but can you explain, like you said, you felt different. Was there some type of breakthrough while you were talking you know, what was, it was something that clicked that made you go, oh, wow, I didn't consider this. Or, you know, was there anything like that happening during your, uh, your sessions? It, you know, one thing that he helped me work through because I am close, like my family works for me and I am the one, I'm the one that gets work, family, all of that twisted, tied and all of that up. Mm-hmm. And I honestly didn't know how to untangle that web. He literally drew a chart of me and my family. Like there are no boundaries because there's no boundaries for work. You and the wife work together. You and the kids work together. Then y'all go play together. Then y'all go. There is no separation of all of this. I got to find a a bound, a line. And so stuff like that, just helping me shift through different things like that, just kind of helped me just like, oh, I get it. So when I left, of course, I went home and told Tam, I, I just it, it just really helped me in some areas that he you know that he was directing me. Well, we are glad that you are uh, are doing better, and um, you know we could not uh, have you on the line without having our girl Tamla Man because you, you all have um, new music and and things coming out. So we got to bring her in. It's Cafe Mocha, Angelique, Lonnie Love, Yo Yo. On the line is the Mans. We have been talking to David. Uh, about his bout with depression joining us now our queen tamala man thank you for coming back to cafe mocha i just want to start here you know david talked about the day that he came to you and said hey i've been feeling some depression and how did you respond what did you think that he had been kind of you know grappling with this all by himself well i First, I was kind of I was kind of a little hurt because I was like, "Why you didn't say anything to me?" And once he came to me, 
really I just kind of tried to open my arms up with just honestly love to let him know that I was there to support him and whatever the issue was, let's figure out what we need to do to make you better because I need you. I need you here. I need you here mm. with me, me wholeheartedly. So I just kind of just poured my heart out to him. And first of all, letting him know that, that it's okay, that it's okay that, you know, that you're in this place and I'm willing to do whatever I need to do to help you be better. So my thing is, I just turn it into more of an encouragement. I'm going to tell you one of the first things she did. She gave me the biggest hug. Like it was, the longest hug. We've been married 34 years. This hug was, I told her, I feel better. I'm starting to feel better just from that. She gave me the most incredible hug. I could feel her heart in this hug. And I was like, "Ooh!" I wanted to kiss then, but then that's not what it was about. (laughs) But (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy when you see somebody you love hurting though, you know, I think that's the biggest part. And also, let's talk about the pressure that we put on each other as couples, because there's always this, especially with Black uh, females, you know, to be his peace. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so, you know, when you listen to society and they're like, and then your man comes to you, what is that guilt of, is it me? You know what I mean? And I'm talking about myself, like when I go through, you know, uh, relationship issues, mm-hmm. Do you think that that was another reason why maybe David and you didn't go to Tamla because you just didn't want that guilt of, you know, it's not you, it's me? Yeah, yeah, part of it, but I have to be honest, part of it was me, I'm a fixer. So I'm always, let me fix this, I'm going to fix this for you. And so that that was part of my reason is like, no, I can handle it, I can take care of it, I'm not going to put this on anybody, so let me deal with it. For her, it was like, no, I want you to come to me so I can help you through this. This is how we've managed right. to sustain and last for 34 years. Mm. Right, right. Mm. And then, you know, because we all, everybody always go to him. And for him to tell me that he felt like that he was drowning and no one saw him and no one wow. seen it, it, it brought me to tears because I was like, it's so true because we're just used to him being the superhero. We're used mm-hmm. to him being our super, Superman and that not to say that he doesn't hurt because we know that he hurts, but for someone to just feel like at the bottom of the pit, you know, mm-hmm. you just, we really don't think that that can happen to any of us. A lot of times we feel like, no, nah, you know, we, we strong. We, you know, I ain't falling. I, he's not going down, but to see him going down, it was like, He's in a spot and it's like, what can I do to make it better? Because, okay, because, yes, I may have been a part of the problem. It's just like I'm not going to just put it all on, on him that it was like she was like you were saying, Lonnie, that it was me. But mm-hmm. I knew that it was the family. It was all of us. All of us had played a part because David really is a fixer. He really believes in making everybody shine, making everybody do better, finding what you need. It's like he was helping everybody find them but he was getting lost in trying to help everybody find them find their way what are you guys doing differently now to sort of take some of that superhero pressure off of him for me what i'm doing is time to, to, to notice that it's not about me getting what i need to get done but what does he need to get done so i'm turning the wheels of like what do you need how can we go about making these things happen for you 
for you to get better. Because I told my kids, I said, I don't care about none of you. I'm sorry, I don't cuss, but I do say I said, I don't care about none of you. <laughs> right now, it's all about my husband, my That's friend. Right. You know, and I just want to make sure that he's right. Because to hear him say that he was broken, you know, it's like, like I say, it's not that that word can never be used. But for him, I just never thought, ever thought that I would hear him say that, you know, that, you know, that he was, he, that he was in the need of, of prayer. He was in the need of help. And I just wanted to be that. So it's like, I just thought every hour, because he was always the type, y'all, he's always, I said, how you doing? And he would always say, I'm cool. I'm good. So you just take people at their word when they say they cool or they good, but not really realizing that when he was saying he was cool, he really wasn't cool. Mm. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I told him, I said, but I don't know that if you don't tell me, mm-hmm. I can't, it's just like me. I can't, you can't help me if I don't tell you what it is that I need. And that's what I explained to him. Wow. Well, I'm glad that, you know, David, you're working, you're getting better. And with both of you all sharing your stories, this is going to help somebody else. It's Cafe Mocha, Lonnie Love, Angelique, and Yo-Yo on the line with the mans. And uh, my girl, Tamla, man, your sixth studio album, Overcomer, Deluxe Edition. Come on, tell me about it. Yes. I am so, so excited about it, y'all. Thank y'all for having us and even talking about. But just like David, it's like us being overcomers. And I took that title, Overcomer, because there were so many things that I was dealing with in my personal life I decided to just talk about in music. And then I incorporated, when I came back to do the deluxe, I did some collaborations, which I had never done. I did Superheroes Prayer with Yolanda Adams, Mm. the gold herself, the legend in gospel, one of the legends in gospel music. And I was like, so nervous, just to, not that I was unsure of my gift, but just to be in the presence of her. You know, to me, I look at her as royalty, as my big sister in this music. And it was just amazing to just be with her and to just sing along with her and for her to just, even with just guidance, because I feel like we're never too old that somebody else can't help us and we could do better in something. And for hey. us to work together. So it was just amazing to do come back and do some of the songs live. I did something with Tim Rogers and mm-hmm. the fellows. We redid Help Me, and I redid some of the other songs live. And to me, when I get to sing live in front of somebody, y'all, it's like, I don't know. It's like something in me just turns up. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. But it's just like a whole nother vibe that, overtake something that overtakes me to be able to just share my gift and i'm so excited about overcomer i mean and you working with you also have wyclef john and kurt franklin on it todd delaney i I mean you 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 brought in some heavy hitters i did and i mean to even work with wyclef and you know because we were doing it during covid so we were kind of doing it separate but to just hear him on the phone y'all i was like a little uh groupie but I, I didn't let him know that I was like, oh, my God, he on the phone, he on the phone. We come. I just couldn't believe it. And just to him to just bring his and talking about his past and his father being a minister and coming in and sharing me. But the song is called Hello, God. And it's such a fun song. But to me, it's kind of a way that we can wake up every morning and just give God thanks 
with even just a hello, recognize, letting him realize and recognize that we know that he's God and we're thanking him for another day. And we just saying hello. It's such a fun song. And I, I just, I wanted to do a Caribbean song and to have him a part of it <laughs> and coming from his, his background. It was just amazing. So working with Todd Delaney, it's, I mean, it was just like, I was just having fun, just honestly. Mm-hmm. I was just having fun with everybody and doing something totally different that I had never done before. And Tamela, not- you, you made history as the first gospel artist to chart mm-hmm. number one mm-hmm. on the Billboard Gospel Airplay um, with your third consecutive number one from mm-hmm. the Overcomer album. He did it for me. You are doing your thing. You did yes. the Stellars. You were named the Contemporary Female Artist of the Year at the Stellar uh, Awards Woo-hoo. and your your son, David Mann Jr., took home the award for Music Video of the Year. I mean, yes. it's a family Woo. affair. So, David, what's happening? But let me tell y'all something about Tam. She knows nothing about all of that stuff. I have to go tell her this kind of stuff because she's like, I don't read that stuff. I don't know. This is somebody asked her in an interview before and she was like, oh, really? Some of the stuff we have to tell her, yeah, yeah, you did do that. Yeah, that's what happened. Well, hey, I am so, look, I'm grateful and I'm honored to just to be able to share my gift and just the idea of he did it for me. That song is a personal song that I think all of us can place in our lives that God has done something for us and opened up doors for us that we thought was never going to be open. And, you know, and I just think of back of how where I used to be to where I am today. And I'm so grateful that he has done it for me. Mm-hmm. You know, my basis of everything that we've done for me and David, and I'm just really grateful that the music is touching the hearts of people, y'all. So mm-hmm. for it to be number one, I really believe that it's, it's doing its job and being uh, inspiration and bringing hope. And that's what it's all about for me is to just bring somebody hope. I don't want to read all of that because I don't want to get caught up and thinking it's about me because it's not about me. It's about the gift that God has given me and that I want to share. And I'm happy to share it and to be of service to people. Mm-hmm. Well, both of you all are a service to us. And we love when y'all stop by Cafe Mocha. Y'all know y'all family. Y'all can come by anytime and continue good health, David and Tamala. And y'all pick up her new album, Overcomer. It's out right now. Thank you for coming in to Cafe Mocha, guys. Thank, Thank you. you Overcomer the luck. Thank y'all so much for having us. Thank you so much. We'll be through your your city and on tour soon. Yes, the Overcomer Tour. So y'all make sure you follow us at David and Samuel, and we'll keep you posted on where we are. Oh, we love it. I can't wait to see y'all again. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Thank Thank you. you. Love you guys. Thank you guys. Bye-bye. On the way, Yolanda Adams stars in a new TV show on BET+. Plus. She's here to talk about it on KBLA Talk 1580. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is The Espresso. I'm Angelique. Lots of new and returning stuff on TV. Queen Latifah's back with The Equalizer Sunday nights. Abbott Elementary is a must-see Wednesday night. And did you hear AMC brought back Interview with the Vampire, and the main vampire is black. The year was 1910. My business was desire. Let me introduce you to Mr. Lestade de Leoncourt. I know who you are, sir. We're destined to be very good friends. Check it out on AMC. And remember the 2004 Olympics when LeBron and the U.S. basketball team lost to Lithuania? 
A U.S. squad with NBA players lost for the first time ever in the Olympics. It was ugly to watch. Netflix has a new documentary called Redeem Team. It talks to LeBron, Kobe, and the team that brought home the goal four years later. John David Washington, Denzel's son, joins Chris Rock, Robert De Niro, Zoe Saldana, and an all-star cast of Amsterdam. The theme is love, companionship, friendship, how important those things are, no matter what time period you're, you're in. Amsterdam is in theaters now. That's The Espresso. We're at Cafe Mocha Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. On the line, she's an award-winning gospel singer, host of her own morning show, and star of the BET Plus series, Kingdom Business. On the line with us, Miss Yolanda Adams. Yes. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. You know, I am so excited about this series on BET Plus. Um, it's executive produced by the friend of the show, Devon Franklin, and you play the head of a church. Talk about the the whole plot of the show. Well, I'm actually the uh, the head of a record label mm, okay. and first lady of a church. Murder, intrigue, love, war, all those things that make up good TV. <laughs> you know what was so crazy? I heard on the commercials, I'm listening and it says she's a, a gospel singer and a pole dancer. I'm like, wait, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yep. But no, I'm not. No, hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I thought she was talking about no, the young lady who played I'm Rebel. I'm like, no, 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 no. no, no I no. will not be the. <laughs> oh, no, ma'am. I don't think you... I don't think anybody's TV is ready for that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That'd be a hit. <laughs> Girl, flop one, Lonnie. <laughs> a lot of people will be signing up for BET Plus. Oh. I know that. <laughs> yes, yes. But there's a theme of redemption, definitely. And a lot of people need redemption. Hmm. And so we're showing in the first season, we're showing that anybody is worth redeeming and anybody can be redeemed. Mm-hmm. So this young lady that you were talking about, who's the exotic dancer, we, we, we choose to say exotic instead of pole. Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> Same difference. But, um, this, you know, she has her roots in the church and she has pretty much suffered church hurt after her mom passed and all of that stuff. So she, turns to dancing after a stint in juvie and all of that. And I'm not going to give all the juicy stuff away because, oh my gosh, there's so much to unfold. But it is her road back to her relationship with God. Because you know how you try to not to tell everything, but it's so good that, you know, because you've been a part of it and you know where it goes. But uh, we we liken it, and I thank God for our writers, we liken it to real life. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, not not that everybody goes through the exotic dancer thing, but everybody goes through something yeah. where they've yeah. lost their faith. They want to have faith in people. They want to have faith in, you know, in, in the church. They want to have faith in family. But all of those things have let them down. How do they get back to themselves? Because to me, the bottom line of overcoming is get back to, oh, this is what I used to be, this is what I don't want to be, this is where I am right now, but also I trust God again. It's Cafe Mocha on the line, gospel winning singer, and my friend, you can tell I'm tired, Yolanda. Yolanda Adams. <laughs> All right, girl, I know you've been up since five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, she's talking about her new BT Plus series, Kingdom Business. Now, how did you get involved in this project, Yolanda? Uh, Dr. Holly Carter called me. Now, she and I have been friends for a while, and we were doing some research on some, um, I guess, some uh, TV projects or movie projects. And she was working at the time with Mary Mary, and she's like, we really got to get you on TV, blah, 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 on and on and on. And I'm like, eh, I don't want some of the stuff that is being presented because I, I think that when you have that vehicle, like you've used yours so so amazingly, Lonnie, and, and all of you all have, uh, I think once you have that responsibility, there's a certain kind of way you should present whatever you're presenting. And I never want it to come off cheesy, you know, I never wanted to, and not that I'm saying that about anybody else, but I never wanted to come out off, this is a better word, inauthentic. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. this project, when she finally gave me the project, I said, okay, I like this. I love the script. I love the reading. And Devon said at the premiere that they all had agreed before uh, I even got the role that I would probably be a good fit. Now, mm-hmm. I had already auditioned, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you know how you have all these callbacks and stuff like that, but yeah. it, it turned out so well because the, the schedule worked, everything worked. It's, it's, it was like everything just fell into place. So I was really, really happy about it. So you are playing Danita Jordan. Yes. Can you tell us anything about Danita Jordan? How is she presenting herself? Oh, she's a mess, child. She <laughs> is a true mess. And, you know, transparently, she probably is more like some first ladies than uh, we want to admit. Mm-hmm. She's been hurt. She's in a loveless marriage. She has two beautiful children that she's pouring her life into uh, because of the... Um, absence of the love and so she's pouring her life into her uh record label and she is she's cold she's icy she's snappy and um and we're finding out through her characterization as the episodes go along you find out oh so this could be why she's mad all the time. Uh, this could be why she never smiles. And this could be why she's always snappy and has a retort for everything. Cafe Mocha, we're talking to Yolanda Adams about her new BET Plus series, Kingdom Business. Um, I have to ask you, because you have, you know, like a, a few lines, a few acting lines on your resume. You've explained why maybe you haven't done so many acting projects, but 
I imagine stepping into such a large role um, in a series at that had to be a little bit scary. I mean, how did you deal with that part of it? Like being nervous to go into this whole new world of, you know, using a different talent muscle. It was quite undaunting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because I think people have, they've seen my stronger talents. They've seen my more overt talents. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and as I said before, I didn't want to come off you know, inauthentic. I wanted it to be real. I wanted it to be something that people would say, oh my gosh, I see the character and not Yolanda Adams, the singer, you know? And there were a lot of places that I had to go really, really deep into some, you know, uh, background stuff to try to do that. And most of the stuff that I had to do that for, I had never experienced it. So I had to watch film. I had to go back to first ladies that I knew that were dealing with a whole bunch of stuff and draw from that. So yeah, it was daunting. It was definitely daunting because it's like, uh, what will they say? But I mean, for me, I mean, getting to the place where you say yes and you don't talk yourself out of it and go, oh, well, I got the radio show. I'm, you know, I'm working on the music, Uh, you know, like you're so nervous that you sort of make the excuse to get yourself out of this next thing like a lot of people do. Well, uh, here's the thing. I'd already prayed for this. So this was an answer to a prayer. It wasn't like, you know, all of a sudden I woke up one day, oh, I'm an act. (laughs) <laughs> no, I've <laughs> I've acted since I was in uh, high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that doesn't count. But I can say that I'm a member of the Thespian Society if they have not burned my dinosaur card. But uh, <laughs> but you know, when you ask God to expand your territory, sometimes the territory is not conventional or traditional. And y'all know me; I've been on the show for uh, a, a few times. I, I'm not traditional. I'm not conventional. And I do come out of places where people are like, whoa, that was different. And so when you have asked for an expansion, just know that the expansion will, it will challenge you. It will get you to another level of focus. It will also uh, get you to another level of loving yourself and understanding who you are and your own capabilities. Yolanda Adams has Yolanda Adams morning show. And many years ago, when President Obama was the president, he invited Mm -hmm. all of the black hosts of radio to the White House. I remember. I was there with Miss Yolanda Adams. And do you remember that, Yolanda? Of course I do. We had so much fun. (laughs) So much fun. April Ryan was there as well. And so, um, wow, I I just missed Obama's. Can I say that on the radio? You can. Of course you can. I just just missed him. Oh, my gosh, I missed him. So, yes, Lonnie, I I, I missed that moment. We were in the Oval Office, you guys. Yes. And I said something to the president, but then he did a joke, and he says, we got to get Yolanda Adams some shoes. 
<laughs> yes, I do. Because we were talking about shoes. Uh, he's like, well, how, oh, remember he said, well, well, Yolanda, how many how many pairs of shoes do you have? And I said, um, and, and you know, my my thing was long. <laughs> my my excuse was long because I know I have a good uh, thousand plus pairs of shoes, but oh. mm-hmm, I, I know. I know it is a sickness. It, or, it's a sin. It is a look, sin, it is, and, and it's inherited. Can I tell oh, wow. you? It's inherited. My my mama had it. My grandmother had it. So you know, it's hey, it's just you the way. Ain't it had is. no choice. <laughs> no choice. I love it. Well, talking about the Yolanda Adams morning show, do you still love doing it? I still love doing it. The camaraderie between myself, AV. Marcus Wiley and Marcus Egby. It's just, it's infectious, number one. And uh, it's, you understand that these people have been together so much so that they're a family and they can answer one another's uh, uh-huh. questions. Yeah, you know. How it's long like, have you been on the air? Seems uh, like this, this, <laughs> seems like no, forever. I mean, this in a good way. This, in a good way, yeah. This will be 16 years. Wow. wow. See, I that told him it was wonderful. over a decade. That is yeah, definitely. But we just love Yolanda Adams. We love her. Aww. We love her wholesomeness. Thank you. We love her music. Um, you have gotten me through a lot of dark times. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just want to thank you for that. It's Cafe Mo on the line. Gospel award winning talk show host, <laughs> actress Yolanda Adams. <laughs> Um, let's talk about this jewelry line since we're talking about shoes. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. right, right. It's Yolanda Adams Jewelry and you, I mean, we're all in the business and we know how expensive and extravagant jewelry can be. So what I wanted to do was, you know, I love jewelry, but I wanted to give my fans who probably couldn't go out and buy a $2,000 bracelet give them a look that was of quality that, you know, didn't break the bank, but it was just as fashionable. So we created certain pieces for uh, folks who, you know, who want to buy the gems as opposed to the diamonds. And it's it's just, it's been an, an adventure. And you all know with branding yourselves, there are certain things that you stand by and you would stand by if it took everything from you. Uh, you know, like all of your, you know, your, the, the, that's a whole nother conversation. We'll talk about that later. But no, <laughs> I mean, you would, you would stand by the, and then there's certain things that you would not ever stand by. I yes. know that I wear, you know, everyday pieces that go to the gym with me and I wanted that girl or that guy to be able to say oh okay I'm taking that where can we find this jewelry it's on uh yolandaadamsjewelry.com and you also have a handbag line coming up I have a handbag line it's called YA handbags I am african-american jamaican loving uh black woman <laughs> because I do I, and I just, it, my thing is that it you know if I am spending my money on it chances are there are at least another two billion people spending their money on it mm-hmm. and so you know basic things that we don't think about are those 
things that we have to have. I mean, purses for us, whether it is a crossbody or a clutch or, I mean, you will need to keep your stuff in, you know, nearby, conveniently close to you. So to me, it was just automatic, just like the jewelry. But the handbags came first. Couldn't make up my mind uh, which set I wanted to start with, whether I wanted to start with pearls and all that. But back to the handbags. <laughs> it's the same thing, you know, giving the affordability with the luxury look uh, that is uh, well-made so that, you know, you don't break the bank. Because I'm about putting it in the bank as opposed to carrying the bank. Well, you know what, Yolanda Adams, you are a shining example uh, of black excellence, uh, being a black woman. Yes. And I'm proud that to call you our friend, a friend of show, and my personal friend. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, <laughs> you can deny it, but you will always be my friend, Yolanda Adams. We were with the president, the first black president. Yes, we were. <laughs> you yes. are crazy. <laughs> Thank you for stopping yeah. through Cafe Mocha, Yolanda. We really yeah. appreciate your time. Yes, it was oh, much man, I appreciate y'all, too. Oh, my gosh. You, y'all know I love you. I, I love every one of y'all. As we much as we love hearing your voice, we cannot wait to see you on BET Plus. Congratulations. Check out oh, her thanks new so show. Thanks so much, y'all. Her new show, Kingdom Business, on BET Plus, streaming right now. Check it out. Also, check out her jewelry line and the Yolanda Adams handbag line. Thank you, Yolanda. If you and your family want to go on a Disney cruise, go to Salute Them Awards and get registered right now. That will also RSVP you for the October 23rd Salute Them Awards, sponsored by Toyota and AARP. We're honoring the Reverend Jesse Jackson, award-winning photographer David Augie Ogburn, the mother of Juneteenth, Opal Lee, Missy Elliott. Just go to SaluteThemAwards.com, get yourself registered. Until next time, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com.